Yo, what up, though? This is Eshaan, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Chill. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Bro, what's the Connected Experience? A lifestyle. The lifestyle. Our, Our lifestyle. lifestyle. How that lifestyle treat you? Always a great way to live your life, my life. Yeah, what you life. been up to? Man, I'm back in the kitchen, dog. I cooked some gumbo yesterday, dog. That shit was immaculate. You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to check it out later. I'm going to check yeah, it out Yeah, I got later. a bowl for you. And then I Did just you take the sausage out? No, you take your All own right, shit out your own food. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to my wife too, man. She passed her state board the other day. You feel what I'm saying? So we go take that to the next level with this nail and uh, manicure and pedicure thing. So my wife' name is Ebony. Her name in the nail industry is Eb the Petty Queen. So y'all thieving ass niggas, y'all can't steal that because you know her husband is all about ownership. So we already own that. So you know we getting her on the road. So Eb the Petty Queen, congratulations yeah, on congratulations. the state board. I'm gonna slide through and get some work done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told her that this morning that you wanted some work done and shit like that yeah. so what you been up to nothing man just uh prepared everything for the uh for the animated series the book is still doing well animal instinct the urban jungle by sl jackson if you go on amazon you can only get the ebook if you go to my website and click the link you can get the paperback if you get a paperback and send it to me i will sign it with a personal autograph and, and send, send it, it back you know what i'm saying right send you a copy and, back and send you a copy back also we uh we got the trailer for the animated series. Yeah, you know we just didn't release it to the public yet. We we doing a few things with it before we release it to the public. But it, it's a good look. I but like we it. I, can we announce what we gonna do in December though? Because that's that's when nah, we're nah, you want to wait a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking yeah, October. But. You know what I'm saying? Shit might change today when we leave. Right, right, you right. So that's that's all I've been on, man. So you got an episode? I mean, you got a word? No, nah, man. You know me, dog. Every few episodes, I just want to run with shit I ain't going for, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a, I'm gonna just lay it out like this, right? When when I say this, I, I want you, I want people to understand this and accept this the the best that they can. Right? It's not my job or it's not your job to sway somebody's political opinion, their religion, their sexual orientation. None of that. So I hate when people do that. I don't give a fuck how you're going to vote, if you're going to vote, who you're sleeping with, who you date. That's not my business. That does not affect me one way or the other. And I shit I'm not going for is people trying to sway other people's lifestyle. Hey, man. You chose your lifestyle. Leave that motherfucker. Right, Leave right. other people alone, bro. That's not your business, bro. That's not. Does it affect you? So I always ask myself three questions. Does it affect me? Will it affect me? And do I give a fuck? And the answer to those three questions is no, no, and no. You feel what I'm saying? So that's with anybody, man. Let people do what they do. Let people be who they be and love people for who they are. I don't love you, but since you're a right winger or left winger i can't fuck with you i encourage people who are not like me to fuck with me so we can understand exactly why people are different than us we different we not the same we identical twins and bro it's totally and different totally different political everything but it's some shit that we be like i can understand why that would happen so shit i ain't going for bro is trying to sway people lifestyle in your favor hey man if you want to go to church go to church if you want to go to the mosque the masjid the uh synagogue whatever I don't nigga, give a if fuck. If you want to praise dogs and cows, that's your business. It's not dog. my yeah, business, yeah. bro. You feel what I'm saying? I got a book, though. What's your book? Uh, my book is called uh, Project Baby by Trevon Edwards. Now, 
uh, Stanley James in the second, Stanley James the second and Gang Tales Publications put this out. They out of Long Beach, California, real good dude. So the book Project Baby is a story about a young biracial girl named Desire. Her and her sister Kim struggle to fit in. They were too white for the black kids, but too ratchet for the white kids. In an attempt to fit in with the project kids, they let the hood take them under. Baby girl fall in love with some Crips. You know what I'm saying? Dude, it's, it's some gang banging shit mixed yeah. up with, but they, they from Long Beach. So I yeah. get it. You know what I'm saying? But this, uh, actually, I want to say, what's up to Stanley because Stanley kept it real with me dog yeah. he like yo I'm fucking with you bro let's do something together yeah. so I fucks with Stanley and uh, the book is Project Baby you can get it off Amazon or you can hit him up and guess what he go do he, he gonna send you an autographed copy you know so shout saying? out to Stanley man in the book Project Baby not me personally I don't read that type of literature you know what I mean and it's just because I'm at a different point in my life but I applaud people who release anything who worked on it and release anything and what I mean by that type of literature I only at this point read financial and self help Right, you feel right, what I'm right, saying? Right. Not saying I don't go back and dabble in that, but I really only read financial and, and self help because most of them street tales I've lived a lot of that, and I just don't plan on revisiting my past. You feel what I'm right, saying? Right, right. So who we got today? Well, today, man, we got something special, right, bro? So B had been doing his thing. He had been yeah. working on the low. And he had been developing like this dog ass team, you know what I'm saying? And we always been in contact with it through that. So he hit me up one day and he said, well, you know, I got P dot now, you know what I'm saying? And I said, yeah. okay, yeah, bring her to the show. But it was a long time ago. It was a, it was a nice little minute ago. And it it might have even been like uh, almost a year. Yeah, because he was planning some stuff and through the situations that happened with the COVID and everything, everything didn't roll out per se like it was supposed to. But he got an open door policy with us. And then I'm on a YouTube and I see this Coney Island video. Yeah. And then I see my man's rapping with her. So I'm like, wait a minute. This is dope. You know what I'm saying? So I realize it's a whole project. So we say, well, let's bring P-Dot and Chaz up here. Ch- uh, my bad, man. I always <laughs> say that. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Wrong. So today we got, basically we got everybody who be working with. And, and, yeah. and they uh, introduced themselves so I don't mispronounce nobody's name. So. <laughs> We so could, we gonna start with you, B, and uh, if y'all know B, this is like your third time back. You feel what I'm saying? We had you the first time to talk about the award show, uh, the second time just to let people know who you are. You know what I'm saying? You've been very instrumental in a, a, a handful of people in the city who went pretty far, and now you got a project that I would say you worked in hands on from the ground, look ground up, right? So just kind of give people a short background, and then y'all go around the table and introduce yourself. All right, uh, B Scarb, real name, no gimmicks. What's up, world? Um, ASR Consultant, uh, Varsity Music Group, Underground Hip Hop Awards. I just want to thank um, the Connected Experience for all the support and love. Uh, also, the slash College of Hip Hop dot org because I support y'all on both entities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you appreciate know what I'm that. Saying? So I appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all very much. Okay. Three two six nine chives, and this your second time know. back. You yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, we got a lot of positive feedback from your episode, dog. Like, <laughs> to be honest with you, you know yeah, what I'm like, saying? Yeah. Like, people kept saying. asking us about you. Like, we like, yeah, that shit is real. Like, that shit go for real. Yeah, you know appreciate it. Okay, what we got? A, a, a new guest. Okay, go ahead, introduce yourself. What up, there, everybody? My name is P Dot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and what about you, my daughter? Now we you introduce yourself, but then we go double back with your own episode so that people can get more in depth with you. One hundred. It's Jay Scabero, N N G Scabero family. Okay. okay. So say that again, Scabero. Yep. S C A B E R O. Okay. That's Is that a foreign, your real last night? That's a foreign way of saying scar. That's yeah. a, you know what I'm saying. That's, <laughs> so you know, got a brand in a whole another way. Is y'all brothers or something, cousins? 
Basically, yeah. Basically, <laughs> we was basically raised together. Okay, yeah, we definitely about to get into that. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we go. So what we gonna do today is we go double back for y'all own episode, but we want to get into Coney Island because we was supposed to be talk to P Dot, like I said, like a year, uh, probably a year ago. You know what I mean? So what I like about that though is anybody somebody tell us about or hip us too i always watch they uh progression you feel what i'm saying and uh, i've been watching your progression actually in the being a group with uh, a, a connected experience alum so let's kind of get into you real quick and then we go get in the group so kind of tell us how it was growing up in the d oh oh well i'm just gonna say it's been an experience okay i was born on the east side mac sheridan moved to the west side plymouth and southfield when i was eight years old um, you know, I basically got my foot in the door as far as music. My dad was a DJ, um, back in the day. So I was, you know, you know, I, I got in touch with like the hip hop, the Houdinis, the Run DMCs, the Song Pepper, JJ Fast. So I kind of got that type. And then when I went to Cody, I was around a lot of like the slum village, um, you know, used to cipher in the lunchrooms and stuff like that. So, since I was 14 years old, basically, I've been pushing my pen, um, you know, just doing it out of fun at first, you know what I'm saying, until the school itself started saying, hey, we like what you're doing, let's put you in the paper. And I'm like, I'm not really serious about it, I'm just, it's something that I just I just like to do. But anyway, um, from there, you know, basically was like, okay, I found the real love, passion. I, I can't, like, I can't do music Without it's, it's it's no peed out without music. I have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's my heart. So you know it's a therapy for me. So every time I ran into something or I seen something, I jot it down, talk about it. You know, and actually somebody who I know close and personally was like, it's something about your voice. It's something about you. You know, let me take you into the studio and let's see how that go. Basically, I popped my cherry when I was like 14 <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> you popped the so, cherry in the studio. Nah, yeah. Like the way you describe like music is beautiful, but would you still feel that way if you knew if you could have a crystal ball and looked into your future and said, like, I'm just not gonna make it to the level that I wanna be at? Would you still do music? Yeah, because actually, you know, like I said, it's therapeutic. Like yeah. I'm doing it for me. It's nobody else. It's not for fame. It's not right, for right. It's not for anything like that. It's like, okay, if you like it, you fuck with it. You do, you yeah, don't. Yeah. Okay, you know. Yeah, well, I, and I ask that question because a lot of people look at mu- music as a hustle, and it's, it's not a hustle. You got to love it because yeah. it's going to be times where you think you got some high shit, and you put that shit out. Mm-hmm. It don't even belong to you no more, and it only got one yeah. one listen. And you're like, yo, that was my dopest shit, and that can get discouraging. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I used to, we used to rap. We The name of our group was Identical, and we been retired from rap, but I got five more albums locked in. On the left side of my temple, See. like so. Just you know what I'm saying, and this is just for me. I rap in the car and shit when I'm driving. Yeah, I fuck with people music who, after I hear it, I want to spit a verse. Right, that nobody ever go hear because I love the music. Mm-hmm. I hate the music business per se because that's where shit get fumbled. Right, and, and I seen that shit break up more friendships. Than, right, than a brick of cocaine. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. So that's why I ask that question. But you said something that caught my ear. So you said you moved from the east side to the west side yeah. when it was eight. Like, did you see a big difference in the east and the west side even at a young age? At that time, yeah. Um, because I'm gonna say when I was younger, um, I'm gonna say it was more. Hmm. East side, west side difference. 
that time I saw a lot of gangs. I saw a lot of like it was the old school gangs, like the Chamber Brothers. My father used to run with one of the best friends. Well, with like them that. drug organizations, like, not gangs. That was, yeah. I mean, yeah. well, they, you know they, what I'm they, they, yeah. When you say gangs, like people automatically the, go to Bloods and Crips. No, you know what I'm no, like, but these back, are, yeah. back in the day, you had the Stonies. You know what I'm saying? Those right. were gangs, the Chain Gang. It was gangs. You know what I'm saying? But it was older generation. It wasn't no Bloods and Crips, but it was funner. Um, because, you know, we used to go out and we used to be kids, you know what I'm saying? And my dad and my mom really didn't like shelter me in. They let me see stuff. They let me, oh, this don't do that. You see that? Don't be that, you yeah. know? So I saw a lot of stuff at a, as a kid. And when I moved to the West side, it was like, this is the burbs. Like it was like, looked like the bird. It was totally like the burbs from where I came from. I came off Sheridan, Sheridan and Mac, like right. Van Dyke. Yeah. So to go from there to Plymouth and Southfield, like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, like, damn, you taste that? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It was different. Like, <laughs> no lie. At that, at that time, it was totally different. Like, and, it was different. And we laughed because, <laughs> it was because I just heard somebody else from the east side, like, describe the west side to him. And he said, "What? He, this is what he said. He said, on the east side, it's probably uh, your grandmother's probably raising you. And on the west side, they probably have both parents. And that, that statement couldn't be f- further from the truth. That happens True. everywhere. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to think that just because you think a side of town, because maybe your grandma raised you, the people next door are a couple houses over yeah. to have both parents. I don't yeah. think that's a side thing. And then we laugh because you said it looked at like the burbs. And people just won't understand that because in Detroit, the east and west side, it does look different, yeah. but it, it brings the same thing. Yeah, it it's does. The, I know niggas from the, I'm from Angstry, you know what I'm saying? So I, can, I done been in spots on the west side that look to what we would say like this look like some east, east side, side shit right but i done been in spots that, like i would live on outer drive on the east side because right. that looked like some nice shit so i mm-hmm. think when people i think when people got the best of both worlds per se where they actually know people and yeah. go to each side where it's not like we just driving through fucking right. niggas yeah. they get to see like it's the same shit bro. it really we, we really live the same and way and the jefferson's moved on up to the east side so <laughs> <laughs> you know but my family be, is still um on both sides like my my father's side of the family is still on the east side yeah. and i took i took a couple friends over there and we drive down that street and it's literally like maybe like four or five houses standing you know yeah. what i'm saying so on them lots though yes my them, uh, joints used to, well, the houses used to be did y'all buy the lot yeah my um my family bought like four lots around like lots across so we yeah. own a lot of yeah, land over dope. there that's dope. and then we moved to you know west side you know my my mother's side of the family and stuff is over there so it's like okay i go back and forth you know it's it's all sides to me like yeah. i claim it all but yeah. you know a lot of people don't know when they be like oh you west side i'm like i'm an all sider like yeah, i was right. you from detroit i'm i'm from detroit flat yeah. out because <laughs> that, that's how we said too we from angster you feel what i'm saying mm-hmm. whole city my backyard it ain't nowhere i just told my wife this because we was thinking like since it's like com- the computer age, none of the kids know each other. The only way you know kids you exist in a neighborhood is because y'all go to school together. Right. I said I knew people from every single neighborhood right. in the city. Mm-hmm. You know I'm like just from riding bikes. So I'm gonna ride my bike oh, over yeah. here, oh, and yeah. I'm gonna meet five niggas, yeah. and I'm gonna know that group of five niggas. But I can go over here now. You can't go over there, right? You you feel what I'm saying, nigga? I'm gonna I'm go over here because like we just been popular since we were kids, and it's like I I always explain to my daughter I don't know why. It's like that because we wasn't the only twins in Angster. Mm. My nigga, somebody around the corner had the same exact name as me, so I'm right. not the only Antoine from Angster. <laughs> I'm not the only Antoine Jackson from Facts. Angster. A nigga who lived directly behind me, the same exact name. Mm. I said some people just got a knack for 
digging and getting to know motherfuckers. And then when you grow up, you be like, damn, like, it's a, it's, right. It's it's a good and bad thing because I also know a lot of people who who not here no more. Right. And I also know a lot of people who very successful. Exactly. And then I'd be like, I really know the whole city, and that's from going both sides and all of that. And I just encourage people to do that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, you said you popped your cherry at fourteen. Yeah. Uh, but when did you like? When did you start rapping in the bathroom and in the shower and all? Like, when Ooh. did you know that? Like, yo, this is it. Like, see for me. When I heard Slick's Rich Children's Story and then I seen a video, I was done. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm about to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the first video I ever seen that everything he was saying, the video showed. So that always, even to this day, if that's coming on, I got to sit and watch it. I got to hear the song. I got to. So, like, what was that moment for you? Because you, you said Houdini. You said. You Ron mean, DMC, like, the like, when did I fall in love with hip hop moment? But you knew this was, I'm doing this, though. Like, um, as far as what I was watching, the, the artist that appealed to me at the time was the Lady of Rage. Yeah. So she, I was like, damn, like, she is holding her ground. She in the camp full of some, some cold blooded. Like, that's, if I'm going to be an artist, that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going right. to do that. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm yeah. going to be able to hold my own and the camp going to stand. But as far as like when I when I was just like, okay, this is what I'm going to do is when I probably was like 14, no, 15. And I did a um, I did like a high, a high school gym for my school for Cody High. And then they was just like, you know, you need to be doing this. I'm like, oh, I'm doing but I actually fell in love with it at that very moment. Like, right, yeah. oh, man, I, I don't see myself not doing it from this point. Yeah, because you like so, the feeling that, that it gave. It just was like I was able to just, it, it was like a weight lifted. Like, I was able to just be me. And it was like I wasn't judged. It was like I'm, I'm just going to do me, you know. Yeah. I didn't care. Like, yeah, yeah. turn into a whole different person when you get right, on that right, mic, yeah. though. Now, <laughs> one of the best compilations that ever came out in the Detroit rap scene history was that live action entertainment project that shit had <laughs> look at what the light done to my chain that shit had that uh that tang, tango and cat that's the best song tango and cash ever get. made i know every word to that song how did you become a part of live action entertainment um and live the- action before you answer that is wildly overlooked when you talk about crews who rapped from detroit who helped this shit become what, what it, it was. right right live that that album came out at the exact right moment in Detroit rap history. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, East and West on that bitch at the height of the problems. Like, yes, so, it did. You know what I'm saying? Art Forge did some work on that, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm saying? So how did you become a part of live action entertainment? Um, The CEO, actually, um, I was just sitting on the porch, and he he was um had a connection to the guy who took me to the studio for the very first time. And he told me when he pulled up, he was like, dang, I was over at my man's house and he was playing his, playing the music. And he was like, that's you. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, man, I think you dope, man. Like, you know, what you think about, you know, being for real about it? Like, you ever thought about, like, joining a label or whatever? I was like, no, nah, not really. And he was like, you know, I have a standard studio session every Sunday at 2 o'clock. Think about it. If you want to do it, just show up at the, you know, gave me the address. He was like, just pop up. You know what I'm saying? If you don't come, then I know you ain't fucking with it. If you do come, then it's game on. So I sat there like, damn, and he was dead serious. <laughs> like, he, I never got nobody, nobody ever approached me like that. And it was like weird at that age. Like, I'm only this age, like a label. Like, he's like for real. He got the chains. <laughs> he got the label jackets, the whole nine. Like, yeah. I'm for real, you know. And at that time, he already had, um, 
Cheddar Boy Malik was anguished then, but he had anguish and he had Jeff Brown. He had he already had some some, some people stuff. that I knew that was already signed to it. And I'm like, why you know like me? Like why not you? And then just got in the car and pulled off. And so all that week I just was thinking about it. Like and I had talked to my mom. Like mom, what you think about it? She was like, this is what you want to do, right? Like you yeah, know, yeah. don't play with it. Like. I'm take you over there. That, that was great advice. My question was going to be who was the first person that you told? My mom. And, and that's great advice because like some people family discourage them. You know what I mean? And that's discouraging like my family ain't behind this. I don't want to do shit but rap or make music or whatever, play the violin <laughs> to to know that your family not people in your household not with it like that's that'll make a motherfucker who could have end up being the best artist if she would have been like fuck that rap bullshit we wouldn't be sitting here talking right to you true today. true you because i definitely value everything that she told you know everything like she say do this you know but she ultimately gave me like just free range you know what i'm saying what, what right, do you want right. to do what do you want to be you know what i'm saying she never hindered me or held me back from you know being myself so right, right and see that's kind of what i was talking about earlier with like quit trying to sway motherfuckers right and that's even for parents with kids right i look at my children and i just nurture what they want to do mm-hmm. you feel what i'm saying i got a nine-year-old and she picked up the pencil one day and started drawing and shit and she just never stopped and she just she just tell me what she need until she don't want to do that no more right. tell me what you need i need these type of markers of Got it. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. And, and just, that's one thing that my mom said. Like once you start, ain't no quitting. You feel what so I'm you know I'm about to I'm about to invest in you. Like she invested in me, you know. And I used to be shy in the beginning because I I'm like mom, you know I cuss a little bit. She like, well, she you cuss when I ain't around. Like you know what I'm saying? Don't right, get right. shy. You know what I'm saying? Like go ahead yeah. and do what you gonna do. So when I got, I remember the first show that I had, and my mom and my aunt came, and I was nervous as hell because I knew I'm like this song we about to do. I'm like, I'm about to be cussing my <laughs> And my mom, like, the, and my mom was standing there, and I was like, Mom, I'm about to. She like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm here or whatever. So when it was my time, I remember seeing her, like, running. Like, she ran to the front. Her and my auntie ran to the front, and it just was like just seeing them, like, just rocking with me. And I was like, damn, my mom really, you know what I'm saying? And when I got off, she was like, I really want you to do this. Like, I see the gleam. You happy. Like, I want you to do this. Like, you know, whatever it take, whatever I can do, you know what I'm saying? We going we gonna to make it happen. But she the one who gave me the go-ahead, got in the studio, and once I got in there, it was like with recording with them, you had to make the cut. It wasn't no right. just because you there, you on the song. It was, okay, that your verse weak, you not on that. You, you, and you on that. You know, so we was in there battling just to get a verse on the songs. Like, yeah. so it was like the first, first time I came, I didn't get right on the song. I had to sit back. I'm like, dang, let me see what I'm up against. Like, Jeff Brown, Sweet Life, and them, they was lyrical. Sniped the General and, you know, Malik and all of them. It's all guys. Like, they older than me. I'm the baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, they in their 20s. I'm 16. Like, oh, man, butterflies. But next time, the next session, then I started making it. And ever since after that, I just pushed my pen a lot harder, a lot harder. He came to me like, you know, let's 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 do this. Like, I want you to be first lady. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, my God. So then he came, gave me a chain, gave me a jacket. And we started touring. Like, yeah. we was doing stuff, tearing down open mics. And my mom had to accompany me a couple times because I was underage. You know, she had to come to the Ebony Showcases yeah, yeah, and come yeah. to, you know, places. I was too young, but she was there. Like, long as she come, then you can do it. And then once I got 18, we started moving around. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, so, so telling that story and hearing, like, one of your biggest influences 
is it, it makes sense because what stood out in your bio was that one of your biggest influences is Mia X, right? Mm-hmm. Mia X can out rap any nigga I ever heard rap. That's hands down. You feel what I'm saying? I'm talking about when she was with them niggas, they had to worry about me. They yeah, had to worry had about to her. Worry about yeah, right. But it was the same thing. Like, you had to make the cut. So, when, like, tell us about your appreciation and your love for, like, Mia X. Oh, wow. Because like, her name, when you mention women rappers, always go under the radar or not mention. Yeah. And she, listen, go back after we listen to this and go listen to that song. Because a lot of people hold mystical in high regards as being the best uh, MC from No Limit. Go listen to We Got the Clout off her album. She gassed that nigga, man. Yeah. And gassed every no, but nigga. What a lot of people don't know about Mia X is that Mia X was already a star when P went to get her and she had the song that was bumping. Mm-hmm. My man was it was a guy in the army or whatever with a Brooklyn nigga. He took the Mia X song to the uh you know to the army you know how we in the army he took the Mia X song to the army it ended up back in Brooklyn and me what's her name Pebbly Poo Little Kim oh yeah, yeah is yeah. directly affected by Mia X because Biggie heard Mia X and patterned her after, after Mia, Mia X, X. he mm. patterned Little Kim after Mia X you okay. know what I'm saying so just talk about what Mia means. Well, to me, it was just like, you know, just watching how she carried herself. You know, a lot of females, even back then, felt like, oh, body first, bars later. You know what I'm saying? And with her, she was like, bars first. You know what I'm saying? Bars, you know, listen to me. Yeah, I'm cute and all of that. But at the same time, I can hold my own. You can put me up against anybody. I'm going to do my thing, you know, and I'm going to show up and I'm going to show out and I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? So it was like just watching how she moved, watching how she was in a camp full of a lot of guys. Like, you know, it's kind of hard being a female, being in a camp full of guys because you get stereotyped. They be like, oh, who she fucking? How she get to hook up? You know what I'm saying? It's always something when it comes to a female, like, how she get there? Right. <laughs> Instead of just saying, like, dang, like she, she really passes. dope. Yeah, yeah. Like, she really dope. She really fire. Like, really just, you know, listen to her. You know, they always want to, you know, try and just give us an extra hard time. But watching how she moved she still kept her crown upright still like look me like whatever i'm still gonna stand out you can put me up against anybody it's gonna be whatever you know what i'm saying so yeah just watching that like the whole thing like it could happen i'm like damn that could be you know i could do that too shit me me ex can cook can you cook too yeah i could cook you see you see these pounds over here hey i ain't think for nothing Another person from scratch. That, uh, <laughs> you, 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 uh, Queen Latifah. That stood out. Yes. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So yes. talk about your appreciation for her, because Queen Latifah, hands down, one of the best rap. Uh, I'm not even gonna say rap. Yeah, she, just, she better one of the best entertainment CEOs out there. A lot of shit came from the Flavor Unit that just go unnoticed. Like, you know why though? Because they want you to push a certain narrative. For us. like, first of all. She had one of the biggest songs, UNITY. Mm-hmm. She had one of the biggest by ladies nature. first. Brung Naughty by Nature, one of the biggest TV shows. Friends is patterned after living single. Right. You know what I'm saying? Countless movies, and she's still doing it. You that's the reason saying? why. Like, that's why I love her. Like, it's because she, to me, was one of the first that could show you that you don't have to only do this. You could do this. You could do that. You could do that. You could model. You can, you don't have to, do, whatever you feel like you want to do, do it. And don't, don't um you know don't be in and don't don't be into nobody else what nobody else suspect if you want to go and go get on that movie screen get on that movie screen right, if and, you want and not to cut you off model and whatever still going like hard like yeah and you still never hear no horror stories from flavor unit nope 
You never hear no horror stories from Flavor Unit. I've never yeah. heard nobody. Now, is it some? I don't know, but it ain't. Like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like it ain't a bunch public. of people talking yeah. about it, you right? Know what I'm yeah, it's just it's just the way she she's the leader, like the queen, like you know what I'm saying? And right. it's just she like, lived to, up to the name. Yeah, definitely, yeah. and showing every everybody else behind her, like do you can do it this way? You can be a queen. You can own. You can you know you can partner up. You can do your thing. You don't just have to be in the box, like right. outside the box. Okay, so now you're 16. Where mm-hmm. was that? Tenth, eleventh grade. Mm-hmm. You coming to school? You mm-hmm. diamond up. You live action entertainment. Like, are you starting to realize like this is real? Like, like what type of reception are you getting? Because live action was really a neighborhood thing in that neighborhood too. Yeah. So now the whole neighborhood know who you are. Yeah, and you putting in the work. How are you receiving this though? Like, are you looking in the mirror like I knew it, or is you like no? Is this real? It was. It was. It's. It's been. It. It was like a for real. Like, or it was like. Dang, is is this really happening? Or like, it, I was, I was, I'm gonna be honest. I was kind of scared. Like, I was scared because it was something that I wasn't expecting. Like, you know, we we get in the cars, me and my mom, we go to the mall. I'm trying to buy some shoes. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, what I'm saying it's weird. I'm like, it's just me. You don't have to do that. Like, you know, I'm I'm not one of those people that be like, yeah, they. I didn't at that age that was a lot you know what I'm saying <laughs> like at that age now my label mates they was sucking it up like yeah you know what I'm saying they was yeah groupies and all that I ain't like that like it was some male groupies <laughs> male groupies trying to take me home I'm like do they do that they trying to slang that slang the thick to me and shit like what you doing after this I'm going with you I'm like nah I'm nigga I'm going home I'm going home cause I'm 18 I got books and I got a book report and my mom going with my ass and she waiting on me but right, she yeah. Yeah, that was that was definitely the out of the ordinary. Yeah, she was. She was like, okay, what time? When it's over? Yeah, I'm gonna be up. You now, know what I'm saying? So yeah. You you mentioned in your mind being very supportive. How was your father when all of this was happening? My father, um, I'm gonna be real. My father was in, in prison, like um, majority of my childhood. Yeah. Um, you know, because my father was a street dude. You know what I'm saying? So he was getting caught up in stuff. And it didn't get to, I'm going to say, he probably didn't. It was it was a while later when my father finally sat down and really, like, listened. You know, it was like one of those moments where you say with the family where they be like, oh, she just, yeah, my daughter rapping. You know what I'm saying? That's right. my baby. But then it was like one day he was like, I'm going to come to your show. And I was like, okay. And then he came and then he just was like, damn. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it was like the, the, the particular show that I'm talking about was, um, it was back when um Cash Money, it was like the Up and Smoke tour, and we had an after party. Live Action had an after party. We had got the whole Burt's on Broadway, yeah. and we got some of them. We got some of the Cash Money millionaires to come, but my father was able to come and be backstage. Like you know, he came. He was just like, "Damn, is this shit really real?" Like he never was backstage, never got the VIP treatment, and you know, everybody like, "Oh, you don't have to come out your pocket for nothing, pops." Like this and that, and you know, he was like, "Damn, this shit really real." And then he was able to watch from the backstage. See me rock out. And he like, damn. Okay, my baby girl really doing this shit. And then he, when I came out, he was crying. Like, he was crying. He was crying real tears. I don't know. You know, he was I mean, like, I'm just he was happy. A DJ and he looking at his daughter. Like, I could, I could feel that though. Like, he was crying. Like, my yeah. father is really, like, to this day, my father really, like, he'd cry like that. Like, if it's, if and ain't it's nothing wrong with that. Put the heartstrings, he gonna cry. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. 
I done cried at some movies in a motherfucker <laughs> like Forrest Gump. Oh man, that could be every you time. Cried, dog. <laughs> like cry. Like, you know, I don't know. But you know, yeah, my dad, right now he's very supportive. You know, everything we do, um, we go over there, let him hear it first, you know, he get to see the, everything first, and we keep him involved as much as possible. But he's he's very supportive now. Like yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. yeah. So yo, you you really love Cody High School because one of your projects was called Cody, right? Yeah. So kind of explain that. So well, for people who don't know, Cody is a the name Cody is a legendary high school in the city of Detroit because it's a different building now. Mm, yeah. 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 So I got cousins who went to Cody like a motherfucker. I got cousins all off Plymouth, all of that shit. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? And they love that school to death. And uh, I understand, but it's more of a neighborhood thing than it is a school thing, I believe. So kind of explain that to the for me it was um the beginning of everything for me it was you know i had people coming to me you know asking me to be a part of something um it was just for me the the ciphering the battle rapping it was the whole culture you know and we had a music program there you know what i'm saying we learned how to play instruments we learned we was able to record we was able to do Stuff that molded us to what we are now. I was able to go to school with members from Slum Village. They were older than me, but they were there. K. Deezy was there. You know what I'm saying? Um, Street Lord Rook, like a whole bunch of people that are popular now and moving the music now came from Cody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And with the Seven Mile, Dion Lucas, and Old Girl from Brownstone, all, you know, we had a whole bunch of people. But I, I, I credit that all to the music program and just to the teachers because they allowed us to to do cyphers in the lunchroom. They like shit. They ain't breaking nothing. They ain't fighting. Shit, let them rap. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. just being able to that kind of kept my steel sharp. You know what I'm saying? Cause dude used to be on the table, boom, boom, with the, with the lighter and beating on the table. We just used to go around. I swear I was the only girl in the cypher, but it took me a minute to jump up there and be like, I want to rap with them. Why in the fuck is it a lighter in the high school? They was, they was bad. Hey, listen, they listen. Look, that bell ring, you come out that second floor boys lunchroom. Oh, you smell nothing but weed. It was like the endo smoke video. (laughs) uh, Live action. You go to Cody, like. And then you ultimately end up attending Specs Howard. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The Specs Howard is a great school for broadcasting. Like, this is a worldwide show. So if you hear us starting, like, to explain something, so yeah. people can follow what I we're saying. You. you know what I'm saying? Understand. So, like, when did live action end for you and the thought of going to Specs Howard and all of that? Um, well, you? well, uh, I'm be honest, like, probably when I was like, 1920, my, um, my CEO had got locked up. He got 14 years. So while he was doing that, a lot of people kind of like wasn't yeah, doing it no more. But I still was like, oh, I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? And, and so I was still independently releasing little stuff. You know, I was still under live action at the time. And what made me, um, I asked him for his blessing because when he came out, he came out with a different mentality, a different look. Like, you know, I'm going to do it. You know, we're going to get his one last real shot. You know, but then it got to a point where it started being a turn off for him. Right, right. Because, you know, dealing with different personalities and stuff like that. Everybody wanted to be the chief. Nobody wanted to be the Indian. And he just was like, one day he was like, man, listen, man, I'm tired. I'm tired. of Man, I ain't got no more Similac for niggas. That's how he used to talk. I ain't got no more Similac for these niggas, man. Whoever hungry, I'm going to put my money behind them. Whoever not, y'all niggas, I'm not doing that no more. Because he used to spoil us. 
you know, whoever needed a house, he'd put them in. And whoever needed a car, he'd give it to them like people were spoiled. So when he left and came back, they was waiting on that. Uh, let me get the car to this and that. They was waiting a bit spoiled again. He like, that ain't me. Like, y'all niggas right. grown. Why the, y'all somewhere waiting on me? The best way I could put that is Eshaim said the really shit when he sat next to us. He said, it's because when niggas get a record deal, they want you to adopt them. Right. And that's and, exactly and that's, what and, was and, going on. And that's exactly niggas mentality. Like, niggas had way more going on, but they want a deal because they think you supposed to pick up like whatever you know what I'm saying and yeah. if you are artist out here and you listening to this man nobody owes you shit because you're talented right I do nobody owes you any money because you're talented right. all a record deal is is me playing the bank to you mm-hmm. that's it only for the music if I give you a fifty thousand dollar budget and you go fuck that up that's your budget now I own you right. because you have you, no you reason own. to recoup. <laughs> So it's really just like a bank loan or a student loan and all of that. Nobody owes you because your song is hot mm-hmm. or because your video was dope. That's the consumer to cons- I've never met a rapper who said, yo, dog, I'm a whack ass rapper. These are whack songs. This is a whack <laughs> video and nobody's going to like it. So it's all right. public opinion. Yeah. So right. once it, you release it, you don't got you, you, yeah. you just got to get it up to standard and what i mean by that is if niggas is shooting 4k videos you shouldn't be shooting a video with an android if niggas is spending money on mixes and mastering you should go spend your money on mixes and mastering i'm a firm believer in bro i don't care what you look like you could look like whatever bro but i don't want to see you diamond up jeweled up boss the fuck up and then i hear your music and it sound like an 88 four track that's how you (laughs) recorded your shit because that's what's whack to me standard of music i can't tell a nigga no you're not talented but i could say i'm not uh, playing that shit i can't play that shit in a ride or that shit ain't mixed right because that's what win you over i've seen really not talented people come through the door with the complete package because the the package is standard right the package not talent is Mm -hmm. is, you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so when you say niggas was waiting on a nigga that happened so much they were you had a good ceo and this is how i know because he took care of them niggas he sure did you know what i'm saying i don't know who the ceo was Mm -hmm. but i know when i heard live action the standard was there Mm -hmm. but a lot of niggas they might look at what y'all doing right now like yo i gotta get with b it look good over there and then be like no, nah, my nigga, you eat what you kill over here. Right. Everybody who over here deserve to we be are, here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. like, I could see where you coming from a record deal. Like, you had a record deal way better than niggas that was signed majorly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. For one, I could talk to who, I could talk to the bank. Right. And for two, I could go to the bank and get something. Mm-hmm. That's what niggas can't do when they sign. So niggas be in a rush to get signed because they want to be adopted, Mm-mm. but they want to, criticize the adoptive parent when things don't go their way right that that that's the fact that's the that's the that, issue, that, that's the issue that i have with artists like my nigga if i believed in you enough to change Fence. your life at that moment thanks i don't give a fuck what a nigga do to get the money a nigga could go i work at chrysler i could go to work all day i could go grab any Boy, artist. i still work <laughs> i could go grab an artist and change their life because i know what an artist need but right. i'm changing their life because i'm introducing them to him i'm making sure the mix right they want me to change their life because they think because they got a hot 16 i should give them a million dollars right and niggas got to get out of that like bro, yeah you don't even need a record tell me one label right now that you will go get a record deal with None. It's no labels. Mm-mm. It's no. They all marketing firms. Now. Yep. They all are big marketing firms. Universal yeah. is a marketing firm companies. and yeah. management companies mm-hmm. and all that. So by you having a good CEO like that, and then you start to travel through the industry now. Now, how are you looking at the industry? Like, damn. Like, no. I actually, honestly appreciate the fact that 
we had to grind. Like it was like guerrilla market time back then. It was guerrilla marketing. It was a lot of grind. It was a lot of footwork. You know what I mean? And um, back then, like up until now, up until now, it's like um, I'm glad that I was able to be a part of that grind real hard because now it's like okay, I know what to do. You know, it's 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 a different time. It's more like digital and stuff like that. But if this shit crashed today, majority of these people wouldn't even know how to move. They wouldn't exactly. know. They don't know shit about exactly. guerrilla marketing. They don't know shit about footwork. Yeah. They don't know shit about pushing and uh, from grinding from the mud. A lot of people are spoiled now. You know what I mean? It's a right. lot of well, spoiled shit going on right I, now. But I, I appreciate both sides. I appreciate the guerrilla marketing. I appreciate the digital. But either way, I'm glad that I got knowledge in both. So whatever. I can adapt. Yeah, yeah. And then, even though you just said all of that, what you said about artists, I'm actually a fan of CEOs taking care of who take care of them, right? So what I mean by that, if an artist is doing good, they do deserve some stuff, right? Right. But it's just like this. If I give you Mm $50,000 and you go fuck that $50,000 up in the same day, that's not my responsibility because I might give my next artist fifty thousand and that nigga eat for the rest of his life yeah, off that shit. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? About your so mind state. that 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 got us, uh, that make artists look at niggas too because you counting another nigga pockets on the label and it's like my nigga, you don't do with what with the money what they do. Right. You feel what I'm saying? You right. gonna go get that fifty thousand dollars? Go go buy go, bullshit watches? Right. Shit. I'm gonna go get that fifty thousand. Go get that LLC and whatever. go get that Just business going. You right? know what I mean? You know what yeah. Saying? So we talking about labels? How did you get to uh, varsity? music group with me you know what i'm saying um actually f- over time um we actually have been doing business like as far as you know when he was doing the underground hip-hop awards and doing showcases and stuff like that in four corner cypher um he'll reach out to me and say hey what you got going on p and i'll be like oh you know this or that or whatever if i did have something going on because he a solid dude like never did any bad business never you know told me that he was gonna do something never you know what i'm saying so anytime he called me and stuff i made myself available you know what i'm saying like yeah. you know because i knew it was solid you know i'm like this ain't no bullshit like yeah. i done ran across janky motherfuckers <laughs> but i knew that he wasn't a janky motherfucker because right. over years just from the first encounter to the second it always been the same yeah. so basically um just by us doing business over the years and then he was just like, you know, I was like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I was honestly about to just say, you know what? I did enough. I'm chilling. I'm about to just live my ordinary. And then he was. It's in you. It ain't no ordinary. <laughs> I mean. It, it, it's that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. the way you described music earlier, all I can say is you hear in color. Yeah. And only people who hear in color understand what I mean. Like, it's no other way. Like, you could stop today, but. It's still, I'm still going to go back to it. I'm still going to gravitate. Like, it was just, I looked at it like, okay. He was like, let's go in the studio and let's just go, just to go. We ain't doing nothing. So we went in there, created something dope, and then was like, let's go do it again. And then it turned from that, like, okay, let's do it. Do like six songs, see what happened. Then it was like, <laughs> we just kept going. We just kept going. We just kept going. And then it, I looked up and it was like 18 tracks. I'm like, damn, I thought we said we was going to do, <laughs> we was going to do six, but, but effort, you ain't put no, I mean, it's no, effortless. it was yeah, just organic. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, um, you know, he was like, okay, let's talk partnership. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk partnership. Keyword, partnership. Yep. You eat what you kill. Yeah. He was you like, let's talk partnership. You know, we going to go ahead and team up. We're going to do it together. I'm going to teach you along the way. I'm going to show you what needs to be done. This, this, that. And, you know, I appreciate that because it not only, you know, fed my mind business-wise, 
uh, had me move a little bit more differently, but it also sharpened my steel as far as pen. You know what I'm saying? So what was the first project that y'all released in a collaborative effort? A uh, collaborative effort was, uh, was we, what was it? Was it, was it Cody? Co- Cody, I was the, the flagship project to bring the whole energy back for varsity music group. And it was the, the debut of me and her working together. We had released like a little teaser class act before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Majority of that music and stuff she had prior. Okay. And we just put a couple outtake freestyles in there and a couple records, but Cody High was like our baby. Okay, okay now I'm 20 years out of high school, and and your one of your projects is Cody High Class of 2020. Is that the the full name of the project? Yeah. Is that is that symbolism for that or what I looked at it? Because when did Cody mean, switch? Like when did it switch from the old building to whatever they calling Cody? Um, High like now? um, two thousand and like four or five. Like it, we went to the complexes. They broke it up where they had the Everett. Then they had the Cody. Then they had like it was like it, it switched like twice. Okay, yeah, 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 it switched like twice. It was like Cody High. Then it was like Cody and Everett. Then it was the Cody Complex. And now they bringing it back to just regular Cody High. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. So but I, really the name stemmed from because when I was with Live Action, I had released three um, independent projects. So it was to me, it was like freshman, junior, you know. Right, right. So it was like class of 2020. Yeah. I'm graduating. I evolved. I'm here. You know what I'm saying? It's only up from here. And you evolved and y'all got to be called. Coney Island when you were in the group. So talk about how the group came and then from your perspective, Chaz, let's hear about like what made you partner up in the group because when it comes to solo acts who really out here putting in the work, sometimes a group is like, is this worth my time? No matter who the artist is, it's like because I can say from watching you from right before you was on the show up until now, I've seen you. Nothing but growth, man. Nothing but growth. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what we like to see from artists, like, putting in the work. I don't give a fuck what flyer I clicked on. If I clicked on 10 flyers, I can say that your name was definitely on seven to eight of those 10 flyers since the time, the last time you was up here. And that might be damn near two years ago. So, like like I said, we always pay attention to who working. You feel what I'm saying? Who really putting in the work? I'm not talking about a nigga tweeting. None of that shit. I'm talking about getting out there, getting their motherfucking hands dirty. If it's two people, if it's 20 people, if it's a thousand people, and making sure motherfuckers know your name, I can say that I've been noticing you do that. So when it came to a group project, what made you say, all right, I'm on board? Um, Just making the best out of my opportunities. Yeah. Um, I ain't really had nothing to lose. You know what I'm saying? Ain't like I came to the table with like this cocky ass you know what I'm saying spirit or whatever so yeah. it was just you know what I'm saying just an opportunity me and Pete are dope anyway so what can I do yeah, yeah and y'all compliment each other well like you know what I'm saying like B send me everything like, every single thing every yeah. single thing yeah. like, like when we know? was talking off mic in the, in the like we really get exclusives from him of the people who he working with right. you feel right. what I'm even saying even with the no name gang as soon as he sent the shit to me I said well what you want to do bro you can have him on next opportunity right. I like this shit and he's sending me shit I like Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a difference. Right. But I was really surprised to see that you was working with them. Not surprised as in, oh, my God, how did they hook up? But, like, damn, they hooked up. Like, that's a good look. So how did you hook up with B on this, like, just period? Because you was doing your own thing last time you was here for the most part. Right. Like, uh, I mean, just, music, right? just over the years, he always kind of, like, reached out to give me an opportunity to do something. And so I always just showed up just being a man of my word. And then you already know the, um, I think we, like, I think we like we first linked up 
on the he was doing you know the showcase for the awards. Yeah. And um, I had wanted to get on that bill because at that particular time I wasn't on no big shows. Right. So I was trying to like get my, you know, what I'm saying get my foot in the door. So I was like, yeah, that's that, that might be a nice opportunity. So I had linked up and reached out to him to get on that show. He put me on there, and then from all from there, we just, you know, what I'm saying, always kept in contact. Okay, yeah. So whose idea was the the coming? The, the, the it was it was Scarves. Yeah. That was <laughs> No, I was gonna say like to me, shit. I didn't even look at it like a <laughs> I didn't like I didn't even at, look I didn't. at it like a group thing. I just looked at it like one hand washed the other. Yeah. Well, we say in group because like the way it's presented to the world. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. when I seen the video, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, this shit go. Like this over that, this over <laughs> that shit, like that smooth <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then y'all downtown in front of the shit, like, so like um when y'all first recorded together, like, how was that session? Mm. I it, always say I just keep up with P. He, he I'm just sure. keeping up with P. Y'all like Nas he and AZ, like the combination. <laughs> I'm not gonna front. Like that's the like when I was listening to that shit. I'm like, this like some Nas and AZ shit. Like you know. What and what, and what he mean by that is those two people that's feed off each, each, each other. other so like, great. Like for the them not to be yeah. a group, those two motherfuckers feed off. Each other, so right? This ain't no fake shit. Like, oh, nah. we, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, we walked in here, so like, well, actually, Chaz and I have we always cross paths and always rock the same stages, pretty much. Like, so I was already a fan, and I already am a fan of his work. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And his work ethic, and you know how he carry himself and stuff like that. And, you know, it was just easy for me, you know, because like I said, <laughs> I've been watching, you know, how he been moving, you know, watching him doing things, seeing the passion, seeing the hunger. And I was like, damn, it's, it's a no brainer. Like, cause I was already, already rocking with him. You know what I mean? And like I said, we always cross paths by doing the bar raises, doing the bullfrog, doing the underground hip hop awards and stuff like that. Yeah. We did so Mr. many shows. Bullfrog. We did so many shows together. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. like when he put it out there, like you and Charles, we both look like, all right. Like yeah. it was, it was like, organic like you know yeah. we want i was i was i am eager like i was eager when he came to me and was like i want you and Chaz. i'm like dang how, you, how that's gonna work like but we can do it like but like it, it turned out great you know what i'm saying i'm excited about it so who worked on some of the, how many songs on a project that's a full project 10 10, Ten. Who, who worked on a uh, production um well it was pretty much that gang um pretty much that gang that gang producers and house producers that uh, we work with is, and they joined the team, they partners too. So, you know, right, they just right. like, you know, we all just move as one big, one big unit. Now, something you said that stuck out to me was the guerrilla marketing and then the online marketing today was actually missing in the marketplace is one group or team that does both. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. like, we old school. Like I, we we go get five thousand flyers and go from here to fucking Toledo at every gas station and all of that. And a nigga mm-hmm. like, why would y'all do that? Because that's all we know. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying. But now with the flyers, you could get the what's that called on there? The uh, the little code the where scan. you can scan and all that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not seeing nobody who 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 know how to do it from the streets. You had and to have it, a street it, team. Yeah. And really, what I think it is is because the youth. And, uh, and elders not working together right? Because all the elders know this shit And when yep. I say elder I just mean it's, older. A, it's just older it's a, it's a nigga 14 years old mm-hmm. Just trying to rap and he know All the YouTube tricks and all of that But he don't want to listen to the 38 year old nigga Cause nigga you old what you know But right. then I'm like you calling that merch bro That's a free t-shirt giveaway you give away a thousand of these right. And a motherfucker go buy three thousand Exactly. You know, you know what I'm saying yeah. Like, Or I'm looking like I don't got no flyers You know what I'm saying I don't got none of that from you niggas But then 
Y'all don't know to go hang up flyers, but you go to the gas station every day to get rellos and all that. You look at where the flyers used to be. That shit dusty. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's and what I ain't nobody actually, doing. I'm going to be real. Like, I, w- I still move like that. I still move with the guerrilla marketing. I still get the T-shirts away. I still get the, the, the flyers printed up and hand them out, get posters printed up, sign them and hand them right. out and stuff like yeah. that. Like, I, that's still in me. And, I, and that's one thing I remember having a conversation with. Um, somebody that I know, he kind of younger, but I was telling him like, bro, like, where's the guerrilla marketing, bro? Where's the flyers? Where's the this? And he, he like, like man, he like, man, I'm just saying, like, it's digital now, though. I'm like, but if that shit crashed today, bro, you could lose every fucking thing. Like, you don't have not a hard copy of your shit. You don't have nothing. <laughs> and you I don't think. have a vinyl. You don't have nothing. Like, if you if this shit crashed today, it's all over. your music would be gone. All your videos would be gone because you don't have. Say we ain't never putting rap on this. Exactly. Bitch again. So Niggas that's what I be. That's what I be thinking about. Like it's cool to go digital, but it's also cool to have them hard copies. Yeah. It's cool to do that digitally, but it's also cool to have them posters and flyers, bro. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? A lot of people are visual. A lot of people don't want to read that shit. You know what I'm saying? They be <laughs> like, I'm not reading that. That's too much. You know what I'm saying? So and if you put it in their face, it's, it's boom, boom, boom. Like people out re- now. That's yeah, it. out now. Available everywhere. Wait, That's coming it. next. You know, <laughs> just two words. <laughs> like, like I really, you know, right, because you gotta like, like this about to sound crazy, but you gotta talk to these niggas like when you try. Trying to when, when you looking for consumers and it's about to sound fucked up, you gotta talk to them like they're the dumbest people you ever met in your life. Not disrespectfully, though. Right. You just gotta make it so simple that you knowing you dumbing yourself down. And that's just from how well, people yeah, are. We just call it gumping it down, and that's that that's even a bad term to use because people automatically assume that Forrest Gump no, was stupid. Dumb. But <laughs> like, that's part of like said gump it down. Yeah, because he's like the smartest motherfucker. If you pay attention, like yeah. he paid attention to everything, but you gotta just explain it to him you feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying and by the way Forrest Gump was their introduction to you to them letting you know that kids would be autistic because Forrest Gump is just autistic right you feel what I'm saying he True. does a lot of great things he just do it at his own pace and right. that's what they would call autistic so you just got to pay attention to the movies they'll tell you what's coming yeah you feel what I'm saying yeah. and then Favorite after that movie. absolutely boom. so uh Chaz you hooked up with Varsity Music Group you got a solo project coming with that yeah, Club Shirley's. Oh, oh, so Club Shirley's coming out on yeah. that because, like, last time you was here, his grandma name was Shirley, our mm-hmm. grandma name was Shirley, mm-hmm. and it's basically the same thing. Everybody at your grandma house, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And see, I like that. Like, you you stick into your guns, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, you that's your title, and you like when I get the opportunity I'm looking for, this is what I'm gonna present to the world like yeah. that. So, how far along are you with a uh, Club Shirley's? Uh, we're almost done. I think we're on the final lap. Yeah, yeah. So how many? <coughs> uh, how many uh, uh, records gonna be on there? Um, looking at about what, like twelve or thirteen or something. Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. Hey, you way oh. off, dog. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah, he like nice. He thinking about them sessions. Yeah, right. yeah, like, why you just knocking them shits out? So what? Uh, what direction are we going with Club Shirley's? Feel good, straight from the soul. Timeless and that's what the world needs, man. man. Feel good music. Man. Yeah, this, like, this is all timeless music, right? Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't wait to hear that. I'm excited about that. So when, when, it, what's it looking like for that? When that's dropping? I mean, if you don't know a date, yo. Yeah, I don't even got Tyler Boss, man. Yeah, you, uh, you got the artwork <laughs> already. I would love to see the artwork, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he already leaked it. Yeah. Want to come holiday season? Yeah. So he got the pressure on. Him. Yeah. So he got a few things we got to tie up, but uh, Club Shirley's is, is largely his like autobiography. Yeah. So it's a couple records that he done put out as singles that we're going to repackage on there. Yeah. And then obviously his introduction that he did with P and um, getting down with us, them couple joints going to be on there. But he got like 12, 13 new cuts. Yeah. Any, uh, any big features? 
was all him. Oh, all you. Yeah, that, I like shit like that too. Like especially if you call it an uh, autobiographical project, because this gives the listener. I, what I always say to people is, never underestimate when somebody learn about you. Right. You can have a million songs, but if I just find out you a million and one, if right. that's my first time listening to you, give me something to go back for. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Give me a reason to say like I'm fucking with Dog. What else he got? You feel what I'm saying? So many artists just think niggas go fuck with me. You feel what I'm saying? I like to see a nigga's progression as an artist into their artistry, and then I can lock in like, now this person is who they want to be as an artist, and I'm fucking with that. And I don't judge music, you feel what I'm saying? Because my musical taste is not everybody's musical taste, right. but I, I, I don't even judge nothing, but I like to see someone's progression. And I love that, and I love how when people stick to their guns, like, I was going to ask you about the title, you feel what I'm saying, uh-huh. what's that going to be, but I just don't, I don't know if you want to say it, like, you feel what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. because that's, like, that's going to take you back in time to when you was at your grandma's house, and everybody coming over, and, and everybody's been there, right. so they, they know what to expect, like, a dog-ass time at my grandma's house, nigga, yeah, yeah. my cousins, and everything and like And like that. I always say, I'm just I'm just taking it back to the to the time and the point where... Making music was the most fun for me, I remember. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just all natural and organic and, you know, just paying respect to those times, watching life develop from that porch. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's talk about the process of recording it. Oh, you said the process sure, the, the, of the recording? The actual process. Okay. It's, been, about it's, been, it. it's, been, a hell of, <laughs> it's been a hell of a one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, um, like, what's some key moments that stand out in the process of recording it? It's been so many, though. Like, you got to think. I didn't went to the drawing board like three different times already within a matter of two years. That that was like our last yeah, interview, yeah, yeah. like two years, right? So yeah. it was like after that is when I very very first started it. Yeah. Then I had gotten to a point where it was kind of like a a Chaz and friends yeah. type project. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I did too many features because. At that particular time, I was coming off of the Chop Suey run. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. during Chop Suey, it was a lot of people that wanted to do music with me, but I was just so focused on getting that done, I wasn't able to get back. So in that particular time where I was doing music, I was kind of like just catching back up with a lot of people and getting into the studio with artists that I was just said I would do a song with. Yeah. But they never did nothing with the songs. Yeah. Right. And I still was left with them. So, right, you know, right. it just came to the point where I was like, okay, Club Shirley's is where everybody could come to, right? So we just gonna rock like that. But then it wasn't enough me. Yeah. yeah. So I kept, so I ended up canceling what I had with that. And I just was like, okay, I'm gonna drop some visuals and drop some singles. Yeah. Which from that came, uh, Smiling Faces, Social Media, D Boy or Die, Chize, and, um, just recently Rainy Days. Right? Yeah. So. Going back to the drawing board on that, in the midst of doing that, the pandemic happened. Yeah. So once the pandemic, because I already had stuff set up on how I was about to go. So once the pandemic happened, that shut everything down where now I'm in reflection mode. Yeah. And in the midst of the pandemic, I bump into B. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Now, do this has been the best time of my life. I don't got like yeah, everything like, that's been happening with everybody else. I don't know nothing about that, but yeah. I know like I got a chance to sit down, regain my uh my my independence. Like I got a chance to think, clear mind, see how everything moving. Like what I like to say about this time in the history of what we're going through, it's a renaissance, and the renaissance caused the revolution. You know what I'm saying? Because during the renaissance, people got to discover who they are, and not some of these people just 
discovering that they with the shit revolutionary wise that other words they wouldn't have got a chance to pay attention I to this that. pay attention that. to that but the renaissance is is so much talent booming everywhere like Detroit not only the hot spot uh, this is a hot spot for books and this is yeah. a hot spot for movies like this is a renaissance era and like if people like I love Harlem in the in the nineteen hundreds all the way up until you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. because all of that shit that they love about Harlem that shit really came from Idlewild Michigan my baby so <laughs> when people see Harlem and how they the they jazzy and all that that's because yeah. they used to go to Idlewild Michigan you know yeah. what I'm saying so yeah. that's why I love Harlem so much because I know where that came from and it's the same type of times though you got to think Malcolm X used to be in the same spots with Bumpy Johnson you know the yeah. killers and the pastors together today you know what I'm saying right. and this give you a chance to see that like y'all never none of this ever would have happened if the world was normal like we know it yeah. True. It, it wouldn't yeah. have had Everything time it wouldn't have had time yeah. but something that caught my ear is you say you got all these features from what was previous to Club Shirley Project right mm-hmm. so you could put out like two projects that's Club Shirley's because you go to the club in his grandma's house and then when uh-huh. everybody else comes to the club, this is what I'm seeing at grandma's house. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So you could still use that, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> that, that could, Club Shirley's could go on for a long time, though. You feel what I'm saying? Because yeah. of the concept of it. Because if it's autobiography type shit, this is how I grew up here. Right. Then I start noticing that this will go on here. Then I go over here and oh, they got a club Jenny's because his grandma Jenny. Like, you know right, what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. and that shit continue. And that's the type of shit people need to hear or what's going on. Cause just cause it's feel good music don't mean this shit's soft. This shit ain't fun and games. It just feel right. good to know that I come from this, that I could yeah. do this. You know, a lot of people turning up right now, and that's cool, but it's not a lot of the type of music y'all make stand out because of that now. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Staying true to yourself got the ball coming back around to y'all court. And that's the thing. Ain't ain't no shame. I don't have no shame in my foundation. Right, right, right. You know right. what I'm yeah. saying? Like, just because my family ain't full of the most high-class gangsters and, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying, America ballers and all that doesn't mean that I should be ashamed. Right, yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, my, like, listen, bro, yeah. my granddaddy went to work every day for 35 years. Yeah taught me how to run a garden and all that like you know what i'm saying we now we just bought some land and we gave it to our daughters and we about to have a community garden that come from my granddaddy being a hard worker right no nah, bro he wasn't no big time dope dealer right nah, he probably will kill you though because he's from the east side and he don't play no games but he was just a family man yeah. and that's cool because it wasn't no hoe in him though you, you, you know what i'm saying yeah. like and niggas be acting like them drug tail fantasies is like real like you know what i'm saying like bro if your whole family been selling drugs and they still selling drugs y'all fail that's, that's bro. a failure that's a failure bro <laughs> Like y'all didn't put so none of us no lawyers, none of us no right. doctors. Right. Everybody sell dope. Everybody still not in jail. One, not one prominent politician. Because that yeah. see that that's where I'm, I'm gonna have to go into this tangent. That's where we missed the ball when it came to when we when blacks got their first. Uh, Taste of the the real money from the street life. Right. We missed the ball. We bought Rolls Royces and Cadillacs. Other ethnicities bought the neighborhood to say right. y'all can't come in this neighborhood and do that. Mm-hmm. We gonna go to y'all neighborhood and do that because we don't. Va- we seen the money. We didn't see the value. Mm-hmm. The value. If I was a drug lord, or if if my granddaddy was a drug lord, the value is that he makes sure his offspring's offspring are in a position to if we still gotta sell dope to protect us so mm-hmm. it should be a prominent lawyer it should be a politician who has power it should be a police chief it's somebody in this family who can say no 
That's not happening to that family. Yeah. You understand? Think about the Kennedys, yeah. right? You feel what I'm saying? Right. That's just one Irish family we know of. But we know that Boston is full of Irish gangsters mm-hmm. who will keep you out of the fire department if your grandfather was not Irish because that's what was invested. We have to keep this. We the blackest city in America, bro. The mayor of Detroit should be from a prominent gangster family if it was done right. right. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because we could say if that's our family, nah, dog. My motherfucking cousin, the mayor, nigga, we been, we really run the city, nigga. Right, right. You feel what I'm saying? Because the mayor is cool with who? The prosecutor. So if anybody with this last name, Jackson, come through this prosecutor office, you check with me and see if they related to me off my family tree. If they are, then stop whatever you're doing. Whatever the fuck you got going on. Why? Because I helped your grandfather because 20 years ago. Because black people don't believe in nepotism. They think nepotism is wrong when nepotism is why you do all this. I'm only putting in all of this work for my four-year-old daughter if she got to to be like, do you know who my motherfucking daddy is? Fact. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It ain't no other reason. My daddy put in all this work. So when I come through this door, but I'm coming through the door right. Mm-hmm. But when I come through this door, if there's any doubt in your mind and you think you're about to play games with me, hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my daddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got the same initials. Mm-hmm. Oh, he on his way up here. That's what niggas don't do. Niggas like, oh, but you got to oh, get it on your own. Go ahead, bro. Rush to heaven, call me young, because that's what we had it with. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And they tried to make you seem like that was the worst shit ever. Even with Kwame. Everything they doing with Kwame, they trying to make it seem like he did the worst shit no. ever. And he just did what mayors do. <laughs> and then All think respect of, to the Kilpatrick. Listen, and then and think about this, bro. Yeah. Th- being 30 years old, running a major city. Listen, man. Right. Niggas 30. Is, listen, niggas is 30 years old and can't run their motherfucking household. household. Flat yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? So, like, people just... They just make it seem like we in the wrong for that. But I believe in nepotism, bro. I want a nigga to be like, that's my little cousin. That, But niggas don't want that. Oh, I got it out the mud. No, bro. Somebody helped you. Somebody introduced you to that connect. Or you sold enough. Or you did all of that. Mm-hmm. And don't be ashamed that you not on some super thugged out tough shit because mm-hmm. that's the wacky shit. They got a place for niggas like that prison mm-hmm. niggas would be like i never invest in the prisons why not bro you know That's the door you know, doors you, gonna know stay open. you know it's a revolving <laughs> door you know it's a revolving <laughs> door Fact. you looking at a nigga right now you like he about to go to jail yeah i need a thousand share mm-hmm. he gonna get out and go right back ain't nothing wrong with that bro you not less black because you why wouldn't i benefit off of the ignorance of these niggas like See? everybody else because nah. the the, 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 the else do. yeah and it ain't nothing wrong with that and people be thinking shit like that is so wrong like they judge your blackness on ignorance mm. right that's how your blackness is judged like whatever you do if you black whatever you do is when you ignorant that's what they remember like nigga go remember the nigga who ran the red light and caused the accident but they don't know what made it he might have been, been on the phone his wife right. and his wife like oh i'm about to have a baby blah 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 yep. and niggas like oh he ran a real light and did this. Dude, like, good yeah. for doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. nobody do that cause and fix. Yeah, yeah, like, like whatever yeah. going on, the shit happened for a reason. For a reason. None mm-hmm. of this shit is no surprise, no mistake. Like, I don't even, listen, man, these last couple moves that we've been making this whole year from my couch, bro. Like, I ain't even had to get up. Like, I put in all the work years previous, and now motherfuckers is just calling, hey, twins, this, hey, twins. I don't come out the house unless it's we coming to do the podcast or something else for business. I don't got to come out the house. I did enough work that all of this shit, I planted seeds 20 years ago, literally, that the trees is growing now. So they done been through all the stages of the bad fruit, figuring out what dirt I need, and that's a reference to anybody who ever planted any food. Sometimes the shit go grow right and it's going to be off the rip. Boom. On. Sometimes it might take 20 years. Now motherfuckers seeing what we doing. I remember y'all from 15 years ago. We ain't never stopped, bro. We just rebranded. We went from identity, uh, from identical 
Then we turned into the College of Hip Hop. Then we turned it into the Connected Experience. Then we, uh, I'm an author. He put out a game. Like we just reinvented ourselves. I just study this shit. Like, like that's how I know what's about to happen with y'all in music because the type of music y'all make and y'all can tell is true. It's about to be a bunch of shit that come out like y'all that's super fake. That's just what's about to happen they seen because it they see it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's about to be a bunch of shit that that okay that worked, but this was all organic. Now motherfuckers got to rush to it. Like when Soldier Boy first hit, that was real. That was all organic. Yep. That shit changed music. Soldier Boy is the first nigga to make a million dollars off of YouTube on music. Now you could get a million views on YouTube, and that shit is like twenty bucks right. because they had to change it because yeah. because so many we can't people let everybody do that. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what's going on with music now. Everybody looking for that vintage new feel. Only a only somebody that's seasoned can give you something vintage and new. Mm-hmm. An eighteen year old can't make me remember how Nas used to sound because his eighteen ain't Nas is eighteen. Right. So I understand that somebody told him, "Hey, you got a Nas sound. You should go back and listen to Nas. It ain't the go same." Study you know it. what I'm saying? But with y'all. I could hear the season. And I could see. That's why when I'm like, that's like some nice. What did I call you and say? Like, bro, you got to watch this video, dog. Like, <laughs> you got to listen to this shit. Like, you're on some real shit. Like, bro, you got to listen to this shit. Like, this is, and then this is the type of music that when we was coming up, we missed. We was on, like, we wasn't in a Jay-Z and AZ and Nas and all that. Like, we liked it. Mob Deep and Nori and shit like that. Right. But the lyrical shit, like, Nas, like, Okay, I'm older. I can understand more what motherfuckers is talking about. You know what I'm saying? I commend y'all on everything I'm doing. Y'all got our full support. Thank you. Y'all can come up here. If you got a nigga that you want us to talk to, you can, hey, twins, you can reach out. It ain't, (laughs) it ain't, we, our door is an open door because we only talk to people we want to talk to. We don't, I I don't talk to, if, if somebody don't, if somebody, it don't matter who it is. If we don't want to talk to them, we don't have to. It ain't no pressure for us. Like, what they gonna do? Not fuck with us? Like, you feel what I'm saying though? So it's like right. that with us. Like, and this his second time back. He's, he, he in the league time. of his own. He been on her three times. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But, th- but reinventing himself, three different things. Now, now it's all about varsity music group. You right. know what I'm saying? And that's, if that's what he pushing, that's what he got our hand in helping push. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We we was already familiar with him. We was familiar with you. You just probably didn't know that we was familiar with you. We've been seeing you on the scene for decades. Like we've been around too. Like okay. you know what I'm saying. We've been around the scene for a long time too. So it's an honor and a pleasure to have you here, but to have all y'all here together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's organic. I'm glad. I feel blessed. I feel like something happening. You know, yeah, 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 something yeah. definitely about to happen, and it's about to change a lot of what's going on yeah. in Detroit. Music is gonna be a different thing. Like, well, uh, Detroit always been that place. You got the hip hop and you yeah. got the streets then you got the streets and the hip hop yeah. like it's always been that you did never underestimate like this is where the soundtrack to the world came, came from. from yeah yeah exactly. you know what I'm saying yeah. like the soundtrack to I mean there's a lot of old records out there but I guarantee the, the most old records that get played is from Motown mm-hmm. you feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying so definitely then, right yeah. and then y'all know where that first Motown go record came from right <laughs> The lady who wrote that just passed she away just too, passed like away, a week yeah. ago. Yeah, so rest in peace to her. Yeah, yes. the lady, the uh, young lady who actually wrote that. So, where can people get at y'all at for our socials? Um, social media. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, p dot music, p o d, p d o t m u s i c. You can follow me um, by following my website. You can just go straight to the website and That's get everything. www.dotgang.net I got all my visuals, old to new interviews, um, all the projects. You can even download Coney Island for free on there. Y'all go ahead and vibe out to us and stuff. And, you know, we got merch coming, all type of stuff. Just be looking out for us. We're about to move. All right, Chaz, where are you located at online? Instagram, 3269 Chaz, C-H-I-S-E. 
uh, Facebook, Charles D. Boy Mason, um, YouTube channel Mason Made, all the recent and old videos. Um, www.gang.com. I mean, that net, dot net. Dot net. He in the uh, cooker, so all his stuff comes yeah, soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Websites, everything comes soon. Everything. Yeah, we looking forward to that, man. Of course, where can they find you at, bro? Well, they, they gotta, you got to ask B first. Oh, well, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to close this B. bitch up. No, I'm closing it up. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. I'm mic dropping. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> where, where can they find you at with Varsity Music Group and stuff like that? Oh, uh, <clears throat> well. Varsity Music Group, the only, the only reason why that's as prominent as it is now is because of my partner, uh, Bishop, Deontay T. Bishop Gibson. That's my uh, right hand. And so it was only right for me to do this victory lap with my bro. Yeah. So ASIR is really like the motherboard. Yeah. Yeah. VMG, like the security guard. Okay. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, they can f- look up www.westillrise.org. That's the uh, motherboard for ASIR. Um, again, thank y'all, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm excited for what's about to happen, uh, for P. Dot and Chaz. Um, especially excited for, uh, No Name Game, which uh, y'all hear from soon. And, um, I'm happy for my bro Bishop. You know, I've been waiting for this moment to shout him out and big him up. But he don't know it yet. He gonna be the front man. Yeah, because I know y'all been <laughs> seeing, my, yeah, seeing yeah. my uh social media posts, but I'm 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 devoting my life to my kids. Yeah. Right, right. Devoting my life to God. Devoting my life to Miss P. Dot. We gonna be getting married soon. So <laughs> is that real? Yeah, that's real. Uh, oh, congratulations! Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, niggas yeah, be joking. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what's up. That's dope. Home of exclusive. Home of exclusive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's that's dope, dope. <laughs> so just on some real life shit. Yeah, like, I'ma still be creating with the squad. I'ma still make sure business go right. But I'm really turning things over to Bishop, and mm-hmm. he, gonna, he gonna run with it. And be the face of everything that's going with Don. Whenever he ready to talk. Oh yeah, yeah. He, that's what he here for. Uh, with no name, gang, charge, P dot. You know, I'm, I'm I'm putting the ball in his court. So okay, okay, okay. I, I've been doing my best to groom him indirectly for everything that's been going on. So I hope he's been paying attention because it's going to be a big task. But a lot of pressure on you, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it ain't no pressure. Pressure, at pressure all, make right? diamonds. People yeah. say pressure, pressure bust pipes, but pressure, pressure make, make diamonds. diamonds you know? That's yeah, right. Yeah, and diamonds come from Africa, and Africa rule the world. So you know, you know what I'm saying. I promise the special lady in heaven, my aunt Dorothy, that. I, I would stay focused with my family. So yeah. I've been chasing money and dreams a long time, but it's time for me to but go bro, when you man. the moment you sit down and stop chasing it, the whole that's what I said. I did all of this from the couch, bro. Like when, like when motherfuckers see what we what, what we doing with this like animated. I'm gonna show we gonna show you the trailer and shit. I feel you, but yeah. it's just it's just a promise I made to my auntie. That I that I will put family first. Yep. Yeah, so I, I gotta do that. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. That's dope. Where can they find you, AJ? Hey man, on uh, Instagram and Twitter uh, at TCE Pod at TCE Pod, and of course, if you if you are artist uh, with the College of Hip Hop, uh, we we revamping the site, man. So just follow me on Instagram at the College of Hip Hop, and we just got some really dope uh, digital packages for artists, man. We got a. Uh, we got a seminar that No Malice did for us exclusively. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We got a seminar in a tuck from the lawyer who was the lawyer 
for the Cash Money Rough Rider tour. Yeah, he, he passed, passed away, away too. He you feel what I'm away. saying? And we, we got, got video. Yeah, we got that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he and he he was a booking agent for Alicia Keys, and we went to New York, man. We sat down, we met him, man. We that's what I'm saying, man. We just been blessed to have access to so many people that it would be a disservice to this world not to give people access to what we know. You feel what I'm saying? So that's where the College of Hip Hop came from. So Instagram, the College of Hip Hop, uh, and everything will be on there. Twitter, uh, TC. C O H H D O T O R G, but you can follow us on uh, anything T C E Pod. You know what I'm saying? What about you, bro? If they want to get at me, man, they got to go to my website one sljackson.com. That's one the number sljackson.com. You can order books. We got a. You can read a bunch of press about me. I am one of the only people ever in the history of writing that has uh, put out a book, won an award, and turned that book into a cartoon himself with no studio help. That's history. I'm walking history. I'm also probably one of the only authors to ever win an award in the same year as getting a plaque for something else but we go show y'all that more than we gonna be able to tell y'all that so it's a lot going on with just us in general as Santuana Antoine Antoine got things going on Santuana got things going on then we work together on some stuff but I just appreciate everybody coming you know what I'm saying I can't wait to see what's coming out of this I feel I feel the energy I feel like it's like it's way bigger than any of us know you know what I'm saying and I, I like I'm happy that y'all gave us the opportunity to tell how it came about and then y'all hit us with them exclusive so any interview after this with y'all we know what they listen to to moderate whether they say they did it or not you feel right. me like we know we the reference when y'all when people come on here then, then they go somewhere else we become the reference so everybody now they go be like well I want to know about P-Dot you gotta go listen to her on the Connected Experience and then y'all go do y'all interviews and try to build off that and it ain't nothing wrong with that y'all just don't front like we we go hear certain <laughs> shit and be like that came out of that interview with us yeah, and yeah 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 so I'm SJ I'm AJ I want for my brother what, what I want for myself, myself.